Hey, hey, welcome back to The Expert Edge. Uh, first of all, I want to welcome you if you are a new listener. We've had so many new listeners come over from either Amy Porterfield's podcast that I did with her or Jenna Kutcher's podcast that I did on her platform or somewhere else. If you've been referred to this podcast, I wanted to say welcome. Uh, welcome to the podcast. And we've had so many reviews lately. In fact, if you haven't left a review, if you find this valuable, if after listening to this episode, you find this valuable, leave a written review down below and send me a screenshot on Instagram. It's just at Colin Boyd and I'll send you over a free course, a little course that we normally sell for $197. I'll, say, I'll send that over to you completely for free. So today's conversation is all about million dollar models. So it's in other words, how do you design your product suite? Because this has been a a question I've had quite a few times come up in our elite implementation program. So I run a group coaching program, helps people implement speaking, webinars, virtual presentations, uh, just to get really good at speaking so that they can convert more clients. And this question has come up a lot around how do you design your product suite? How do you think about your product suite? And I take you through the, uh, the expert business model. And uh, I think it's gonna help you to understand uh, the journey you can go on to build a million dollar business model, how I've done it and uh, how you can move forward from there. And hey, if you find this helpful, hit the share button as well. For uh, if you, I know for me, I always listen to podcasts from people. If they send me a text and go, oh my gosh, this has been amazing. You should take a listen to this. Hit the share button to, to one or two friends after you finish this podcast and uh, let them know if you found it helpful. So bless you guys. So excited to have you in the community and I trust that you're gonna gain a lot of value from this. I tell you what, it's power packed. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's talk about business models. For me, business models have been such a fascinating topic. Uh, to be honest, I, I didn't really know what a business model was or didn't even know why I would care about a business model before I started building my expert business. And for me, through this journey, there's been a real evolution of my business model. And so in today's conversation, I'd love to go through um, the essentially the expert business model framework. This is actually a framework that I teach right at the start of our core program, which is Self From Stage Academy. In Self From Stage Academy, one of the first introduction sections is I introduce people to this idea of, of what an expert business model can look like and where your current model is sitting. Because the type of model that you're building will impact how much money you make, it will impact how much freedom you have. Um, but also, I really do believe that there is a pathway through which is most helpful for experts to really create something significant and meaningful in the world. Because I've got to be frank, our industry has some really good parts and some kind of crappy parts. And what I mean by the crappy parts is, you know, there are some people who talk about how 
they scaled from zero to $5 million in one year or whatever. And that's all cool. Like, that's great. Like, if you do that, that's great. But there's also a lot of bad feedback out there about people who have joined their programs or they've done some of the things like their online course or they joined their membership and they just had a horrible experience. And it might have been simply because the content wasn't good enough, the content wasn't helpful or the experience wasn't great or whatever it is. And so the reason why I want to take you through this journey is because I think there are some foundational elements, some foundational parts of this journey that is really crucial to enable you to be in this industry long term. I've been running my expert business for almost 14 years now. And 14 years in this industry is actually quite a long time uh, because it's a pretty new industry. And the, but the reason why I'm, I'm still around is because I was looking at it the other day. I think I've done over 5,000 one-on-one coaching sessions. And that's paid 5,000 one-on-one coaching sessions. Like that is a lot. Now, I reckon I've done uh, ten, probably 20,000 or more uh, hours on a virtual stage or a live stage, like coaching groups, speaking at conferences, speaking in front of groups, running corporate training, doing keynotes. Like I've done probably well over 20,000 hours over the last, you know, 13, 14 years. And, but what that has enabled me to do is to have such a deep foundation around the the skill of speaking and then on the one-on-one side, the skill of understanding what my the problems that I'm trying to solve at such a deep level that I get this feedback all the time when they come and join Self From Stage Academy or if you decide to do one of our mini courses like Conversion Story Formula. The feedback I get a lot is like, oh my gosh, Colin, like this is such a profound and insightful course but it's delivered in such a simple way like it's actually implementable you can actually do it right and that's because i've done the hard work of making all the mistakes and then spent the time to distill the simplest fastest pathway to get the result that you want and then put it into into actionable tasks that are doable. Does that make sense? And so this is what I want for you in terms of your business. And um, you know, one of my goals, my actual mission in life, honestly, is to help others access their full potential. And through doing that, I have to live out my full potential. And so for me to be able to help others to access the full potential, I have to create processes, systems, models for people to use that they can actually use. <laughs> I know that's not rocket science, but it's it's stuff that is actually usable, functionable, uh, and you don't have to be a rocket science to understand it. So that's my mission. And so I'm going to take you through the business model and there are different various business models that you can choose. In fact, I was just on a call with a group they're called the million dollar speaker group. And basically it's a group that's run by our, the National Speakers Association. And in the million dollar speakers group, basically you have to be making more than a million dollars a year, right? It literally is the million dollar speakers group. So there's there's some incredible people in this group. And the conversation was very much around this idea of of, of building a million dollar uh, model. Like what does a million dollar model look like? Now, obviously I'm not going to go through what we talked about, but in that call, but but like this conversation was so pertinent and, and I really wanted to talk about my own take on models and what million dollar models look like. 
Okay, so if you think about it like this, there is two spectrums to your business. And this is the model that we first go through when you, if you decide to do Self from Stage Academy. On the left-hand side of the model, you have private work. So private, private work is corporation work. So for me, when I first started in this industry, I did a lot of corporate work. And the corporate work was things like, uh, it, it, so sorry, let me be really clear. Corporate work is where you're working with a organization, like a large business or a medium-sized business, right? So you're usually working with a, a director, a HR manager, you're sending them an invoice for work that you would do or deliver in an organization, right? So it's corporation work. Think like corporate America. That's what I'm thinking about, right? And then there's public work. And public work is where you're working with usually small uh, businesses, it's individual contributors, entrepreneurs, uh, professionals, but it's not selling to the corporation, it's selling to the individual. Does that make sense? So these are the two spectrums. So if you, if you can imagine in your mind on the left-hand side, you have private work. On the right-hand side, you have public work. So first of all, I'm curious, where are you on that scale? Like, are you more in the private work or are you more in the public work? So do you do public seminars, public, um, maybe you do a product launch or you offer courses that serve individual customers. Does that make sense? Or do you serve corporations? And so for me, I probably spent nine years of what I was doing in my business in the private sector. And so I would be doing keynotes, uh, corporate training. I would I learned how to scale online courses in corporations. I was doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, executive coaching. So any sort of that, any of those sort of things uh, would sit in the corporate space. And usually you're gonna send them an invoice, right, to do it. But on the other side, about four years ago, I made a transition from private market to public market. And so I transitioned from having private clients to having public clients. And public clients, usually they're going to buy things online with their credit card, right? It's an individual. It's a small business owner. For me, it's coaches, experts, course creators. I decided to transition out from serving individual contributors and corporations uh, and professionals to actually helping people like yourself who help people. That, that's what, what I felt like in my heart was the next level of my journey. And so I made this transition and a lot of my clients do make that transition. And to be honest, there's positives and negatives to both sides, right? So there's positives and negatives to both sides of the spectrum. And you can do incredibly well in the private market and incredibly well in the public market. I don't think there's one better market than the other. You've got to work out what you like more. For me now, honestly, I love the public market. Like I freaking love working with entrepreneurs. I love working with uh, experts and coaches. I feel like I could do this for the next minimum 10 years, right? I think I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, to be quite frank, uh, which is kind of cool, right? I'm 41 years old and I, and I literally feel like I could do this for the rest of my life. And But that transition wasn't easy, by the way. Like I really had to plan out how I did that juggling act, that transition from, from the corporate private space to the public entrepreneur space. But, but this is what I've noticed, guys. It's very hard to do both well. It's very hard to do both well. 
And so you usually have to choose a market. Are you going to be public focused or are you going to be private focused? Now, sometimes if you grow your business big enough, you can do a bit of both. But usually what will happen is you'll have a main focus. Like one of my friends, he helps uh, people learn uh, like Microsoft Excel skills, right? And he has a public focused business, but it's fascinating because it's quite a private skill from the sense of it's a private market skill because a lot of professionals, you know, finance, uh, people in finance, uh, corporate people will buy that product. However, he also sells to the corporation itself. So he actually has both. He has, but the main market is public with an arm of private. Does that make sense? So you really have to choose which one are you going to mainly focus on? Which one's going to be the main focus of your business? Because if you go to both, uh, the old saying, which is, if you chase two rabbits, you catch none. That's what's going to happen. Does that make sense? And so the first distinction is I want you to work out, are you public focused or are you private focused? All right, so I want you to work that out because you have to be, I think you've got to be at least 90% in one of the markets. And I, I, I really mean that. Like you've got to be 90% focused on one of the markets and 10% in the other market if you actually want to do something well and get momentum. So that's the first two spectrums. That's left to right, private to public. The other spectrums is do you want to do one-on-one more manual work or do you want to do one to many more leveraged work so if you can imagine it's like two lines like a cross right going across each other it's a quadrant model so this quadrant you've got private and public left and right and at the top you've got leveraged work which is one to many and at the bottom you've got one to one it's more manual work now one thing that i feel like this industry does poorly is it really looks down on one-to-one work. It really looks down on like, because you see a lot of, you know, advertising. In fact, even, you know, I'll use a little bit of it, of do you want to transition from selling one-to-one to selling one-to-many? But I do want to have this caveat, is I genuinely think one-to-one work is what you should do first. If you're below, if you're below $100,000, you should be doing one-to-one work with people. And the reason why I say this is not so that you can do more hours with people and work harder. It's it's for me, if you are under $100,000 or even to be honest, under $200,000, if you're under that, to me, it's an indicator that you don't understand your audience audience's problem on a specific enough level or a deep enough level and you haven't been able to articulate that effectively. So the whole purpose of one-to-one work is to get good at solving a specific problem for a specific audience. Does that make sense? Now, for me, like we run a, you know, a million dollar plus, almost $2 million business per year um, in terms of what we do, right? But did you know what? I still do some one-on-one work. Like occasionally I'll do some one-on-one work with our group coaching clients. And I also have a handful. There's about, I've got about four clients at a time that I'm working privately. Now, those private clients, they actually sit for me in the, if you think about this quadrant, right? They're manual one-to-one in the public market. So they're right down the bottom right of this quadrant. But for me, like I actually love it. I actually really do love it. But to be honest, I don't have much time to be able to do it. So I only take on about four clients at a time. 
and I just charge a heck of a load of money, <laughs> right? So for me, like when I'm working with someone, they usually have to be doing minimum a million dollars for me to be able to work with them. And the reason why I do that is first of all, I, I want them to have the resource to be able to invest and for them to not make a, you know, a decision that would stretch them too much initially. Now I've got to be frank, you know, anytime I work with someone, I don't think there's ever been a time where I haven't done more than four to five times return on investment in the first three months, three to four months with people. And so I've got to say like the, the ROI is there, but what I'm saying is like, if you're, I just want to give you permission that if you're still doing one-on-one -on -one work, that's totally fine. I mean, for me, I do it because it keeps me really close to the edge of what people are going through. But for me, my one-on-one -on -one work, I've chosen to do it actually because I wanted to get into the minds and hearts of really high-level business owners. Like majority of these people are running multi-million dollar businesses. They're either very high-level clientele, very sophisticated in terms of already doing amazing things like success-wise. And they want help on a really deep level. And so for me, it's more of a, I do it because I love the curiosity of going deeper into like these sophisticated minds and understanding their journey. And so for me, and then I bring these, these distinctions into this podcast, I bring these distinctions into my elite coaching program. And, and I just, and then I'm able to expose people at another level on how to think. And so part of it is just a discovery journey, right? So if you think about this model, so you've got private and public, right? You've got leveraged and unleveraged, the top and the bottom. Right at the top, on the top right, would be a public focused business. And I've, I would say 80% of our revenue is made from the top right. And so that is, the, the top right is made up of online courses because it's leveraged and it's public focused online courses, memberships, group coaching, masterminds, and books. Any sort of, excuse me, resource. On the bottom right of the public market is consulting uh, done for more. Okay, I'm going to say it's less consulting. It's more done for you services, you could say. So if you do services for people and it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so I've got to say is that one-on-one -on -one coaching done for you services are great because you can charge a premium for the time. It's But it's, it's see how it's very manual. Like, I mean, for me, I can only handle about three to four clients at a time. Uh, and uh, where in a course, I can handle thousands Right. In fact, if you haven't joined our conversion story formula mini course yet, what on earth are you doing? We've got, I think I've had close to 2000 people join it in the last three months. We've only had it up for a couple of months. The feedback I get, I get so many DMs from people going like, this is the best course I've ever bought. And it's under 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> they're like, they're like, I got more value from this $50 course than I did from like a $2,000 course that I bought from someone else. And so if you haven't joined that, like go and join that because I want you to experience what it is to go through a really good quality course. Right. That's conversionstoryformula.com if you haven't joined that. But what I'm saying is that at the top, the top right is the leveraged activities. The bottom right is the unleveraged activities all in the public market. And so my question for you is if you think about this, what percentage of your income is coming from the top right or the top 
or the bottom right. Does that make sense? If you're in the public market. Now, if we swatch, switch over, swatch over to the left-hand side, we've got the private market and it's exactly the same. You've got unleveraged and leveraged. So the unleveraged is like one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that might be managerial coaching or executive coaching. Consulting is a big space here. Now, guys, you can run million-dollar businesses just consulting. However, you're probably going to have to get some other consultants underneath you and building consulting business. I was just at a networking event the other day. This guy said he runs a $3 million consulting business, right? Think about like Boston Consulting Group. Boston Consulting Group is a one of the biggest you know, consulting groups in the world. And it's all one-on-one -on -one consulting very much, right? Now, then you go up to the more leveraged activities. This is where you're doing like corporate training or you're doing keynotes. And then more leveraged is virtual keynotes, virtual training for corporations. And then we go even more leveraged and we go into courses or we could, could even go into group, group coaching or online group coaching for corporations where I've had a lot of my elite coaching um, clients who've done that in the corporate space. And so if you're in the private sector, I want you to think about how, where are you getting your income from? How much percentage is leveraged? How much is unleveraged? Now, I want you to think about it like this. Imagine 12 months from now, how would you like the percentages to look? How would you like the percentages to, to look? And so for me, I'm really happy with where our business is at at the moment. Like it's, a, it's about 20% in the unleveraged and about 80% in the leveraged because we have online courses like Conversion Story Formula, Sell From Stage Academy. We have group coaching experiences like Sell From Stage Elite. And then on, in the unleveraged, I have private clients. So there's like a you know, there's a big jump there. But the private client, like I said, the reason I do it is to keep me really close to the to the to the coal face of very high level people and then i bring those insights into all the different coaching programs that i do and so forth so everyone wins right and so this is the conversation we're having today is this idea of what does your business model look like and so i want you to think about your business model right now and I want you to think about how much percentage of your income is leveraged or unleveraged. And then where do you want it to be 12 months from now? So from this, this is, like I said, this is the business model. This is the, the first, one of the first introductory pieces of Self From Stage Academy. If you end up doing Self From Stage Academy, which by the way, is a phenomenal program. Um, but this is the biggest thing is I want you to realize your product suite, Right, And I want you to think about, so for me, if I think about my product suite, I have private clients, a very small group of private clients, which is unleveraged public. Then I have a, and then I have a, a few uh, products, right? We have um, uh, the Conversion Story Formula, Sell From Stage Academy. We have a few other mini courses that if you decide to join Conversion Story Formula, you'll see them inside the course and so forth. There's a few other mini courses, but our, our signature program ends up being Sell From Stage Academy. So I usually recommend people to try out Conversion Story Formula first, right? It's a smaller investment. And then if you want to join, you can join um, Sell From Stage Academy as the next step because that's the full system, right? And then the next level is our group coaching program. Now, now for me, I don't run a mastermind. So I don't run a mastermind, but my group coaching program can move people up from, you know, 50,000, 100,000, all the way up to a million dollars, right? That's really the main focus of the group coaching program. And so that's my product suite. And so I wonder what yours is, right? I wonder what your product suite is and I wonder what you want it, want it to be. So I want you to think about over today, 
I want you to mull this over in your head of what you want your product suite to look like. And some other things to consider is, what is your personality? Because I know for me, like I don't mind doing some one-on-one coaching, but I know some other people in the industry and they hate it. Like they absolutely hate it, right? So they don't do any one-on-one coaching, which is totally fine. You do need to know your personality and what you enjoy. And so for me, if I just had an online course business and I literally didn't speak to anyone, I actually wouldn't enjoy my business that much. Now, I love the online courses because it creates, uh, it generates revenue, right? It, it just continual revenue. Um, and leverage, and it also helps more people. But I like, I've, I've worked out, I actually really like interacting with my clients, which which is what, that's the feedback I get. Like if you join one of our elite, especially our elite program, our implementation program, you put up your hand, like I'll get to know who you are. I want to genuinely know who you are. I want to know your business. I want to know how I can help you. I want to serve you. And that's a feedback a lot of time we get from the program is like, oh my gosh, Colin, I've joined so many other programs and I never got access to the main person, but you do get access to me. Like you do get access to me in, in Self From Stage Elite. Does that make sense? And so this, this for me is the journey. This for me is the process. And so hopefully this is valuable, right? I just wanted to chat through this, this expert business model framework. I want to chat through this framework, help you to understand um, how I structure it, how I think about it. And, and, and I want you to be okay if you are still in the unleveraged space. It's totally fine. And what's great is the unleveraged activities will help you to define, to be clear on the problem and the audience that you want to serve so that you can move in the more leveraged spaces. Now, some of you need to move to more leveraged stuff. You really do, which is great because you've done the manual work. But this is why for me, I really always like people to do a beta experience or to do some free one-on-one coaching right at the start when they're starting their coaching business. You got to get like the notches on your belt and get good at what you do. I did at least a hundred hours of one-on-one coaching for free before I ever took a paid client, by the way. I, I gave myself a goal. I said, I want to do a hundred hours of free coaching before I take on a client. And that took me, you know, it took me a couple of months to do, but do you know what's easy to sell? Free coaching. <laughs> free coaching is easy to sell, right? It's pretty easy to sell because it's free. But do you know what's cool? I did free coaching and like, I think, 30 or 40% of the people who I was doing the coaching with turned into paid clients. And then if they didn't turn into a paid client, they referred to me someone who became a paid client. So it's like instantly it just starts. That's why this is why pilot programs or beta programs are great or doing free coaching right at the start. It gets you good at your craft, gets you good at what you do. Then when you build your online course, when you build your group coaching program, you're actually good at what you do. You can actually help people on a deep level. And then that is how you build a good reputation in the market. So, hey, if you found this helpful, make sure to leave a review. If you haven't joined Conversion Story Formula, definitely go and uh, join that and get through it in the next 48 hours. Remember, my promise for it is that you join it within 48 hours, you'll have your conversion story. You go through it, and I want you to get your conversion story in 48 hours. That's the goal, right? Don't leave this off for years. Get this. And then definitely come and check out our Self From Stage Academy and all the various um, elements of that. So guys, I trust this has been helpful. Uh, Looking forward to uh, working with you in the future. And uh, we'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. 
If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.